and welcome to I Think We're Pretty Great, a fanfic appreciation podcast. My name is Pearl the Knight and today I'm joined by... My name is Alex Bass with a lot of things like happening in real life for like me. If you want to know, I became an uncle and actually my little niece is at the other side. So I'm asking you sorry beforehand. If you ever hear behind my voice someone crying, it's probably my niece that's five days old. And yeah, I I can't. I do have some skill editing, but not that much skill. I'm so sorry, guys. I've seen one picture of her and I can just tell you that she is the cutest girl. So this week we're going to touch a pairing that if you saw the picture that Alice always makes for us, you're going to know what it is. And it's something new for us. So we'd like to thank some people. We'd like to thank you as always. The thing we do and the reason we thank you, it's because it means a lot to us that you take the time with each episode to send you send us a detailed review with our problems in pronunciation because we know we have them we are we're spanish native speakers so yeah the things tend to happen i mean we we are amateurs and english is definitely our second language it is hard and we really take into consideration everything you say and i'm very sorry i haven't answered i just have been really stressed out and busy but on the brighter side of things i now have a driver's license nice congratulations that sounds cool how did it went i almost crashed how did you got your driver's license it wasn't my fault but still i got it i got it this morning so it's I, I don't even have it physically in my hands yet. Can I not believe you and never get in a car with you driving, please? I'm scared. Come on! <laughs> hey, I took it in the most difficult part of Santiago, so come on. I believe you. Like, you love your challenges. That's why you were so stressed, like, 99% of the time. <laughs> <sighs> What did I do to deserve this blatant call-out? Being you, being an amazing friend, but someone I get actually very fun to mess with. We also like to thank Susan underscore or underscore Boyd. Uh, I am very sorry if I butcher your name there. And thanks with Wings for letting us use their uh, beautiful fic this week to talk about. Yeah, they're... The link in the description, it's going to have both the fic written and there's a pod fic read by Susan Boyd. If I butcher your name again, I'm so sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it. So if you want, you can hear it just as you hear this podcast. You will enjoy it. It's not that long, it's 8k long, but the recording is like an hour. It has amazing effects. You are going to so love it if you hear it. It's really good. It's very, very good. Also, the name of the fic we are talking about today is The Cleave, which will be more... It has a lot more meaning. Yeah, the meaning will be more apparent when you read it. And last but not least, we'd like to thank Alice. We already talked about the thumbnail that she does every episode, that you will know the pairing through it, but the work she puts in this with us knowing how many things she already does in her day-to-day life it's outstanding we, we wouldn't be anywhere without her help 
and her contribution to the podcast. Seriously, she's been so stressed out with school and all that stuff that I am just very much amazed that she's still she's working with us, doing all the beautiful thumbnails she does, keeping up the cue, and it's just more than we can ever uh, thank her for. Yeah, and speaking of the queue, you can visit the amazing queue she does in our social media and our Tumblr. I think we're not pretty great.tumblr.com. That's 99% managed by her. Also, fun fact, someone asked us, asked us why do we have this name and the not in the name. And my answer, it's in there. So if you want to check it out, just go search it. It's, it's a really fun reason I have the name I think we're not pretty great or I propose the name for the podcast yeah please go like subscribe no that's YouTube uh, follow and like and reblog that's Tumblr appropriate I am tired guys I believe you you can also check our SoundCloud our iTunes Stitcher and TuneIn we have all those links in there our, our, our RSS feed is in there too so really really you can go and check it out. Also, we have a coffee. If you want to support us by throwing us a few dollars a month, we really, really, really appreciate it. Like, a lot. Like, like how much we appreciate a lot more now for our tank. Because, yeah, we actually got a coffee. It, it just means the world to us that you did that. We are so close to keep paying the podcast with the coffee you all give us that's really our goal we don't want to live off of this this is what we do as a hobby but we just really love to be able to pay for soundcloud <laughs> i mean with your donations they mean the world to us it is unreal that you guys do this to us like thank you so much really really thank you and onto this story i know you're stressed i know you're tired but I'm here to ask you one simple question. Can you give us a little summary about it? My dear, dear loved friend. Only because last time I made you say it. Um, yes. <laughs> so it's the story. Well, the story starts in the future. And Stephen asks Garner for a story before bed. And Garnet comes up. Um, comes up with this beautiful story of uh, the first time Ruby and Sapphire split after thousands and thousands of years of being together. I think that's pretty much it. I think that's pretty much enough. Like, evil has triumphed again. You did the summary, I didn't. Evil has won once again in our world. The usual. And we'd like to put a spoiler alert from now on, it's a really short story, as we told you. You can actually hear it as a pod story. Uh, it's one hour long. So, yeah, go listen to it. But you can always come back to the Fluff to Yang scale. This week, as for the first time we're covering a Rufire fic, uh, we are going with number one being the answer, the fluffiest, because we debated whether it was Head to Diamond or the answer, but come on, guys. The answer is iconic. It's one of my favorites in Universe episode, by the way. It's I think it's the one I would watch the most because it's so well done. Like like the animation. L little parentheses I put there. 
Oh, it's just so beautiful. It, it was nominated for an Emmy, I think, which should have won. And the number 10 is Keystone Motel, because what, what's more icy than Ruby literally melting and evaporating a pool of water and Sapphire freezing the entire room because they are fighting? I, also, I, that's your fault, Pearl. My fault? What, what does yeah, that mean? You made, Gar you, you made Garnet on Fuse again. Me? Yeah. Oh, fuck. You. <laughs> I'm a little slow today, alright? I haven't slept well. I know, I know, but yeah, it's part of the usual battering. So yeah, spoiler alert from that one. If you want to, if you don't mind spoilers, you can keep hearing us, but if you want to listen or read the story beforehand, go read it and come back to the fluff to skill or finish the story and listen to us first. It's just such a beautiful short story that really encapsulates what makes Garnet great and what makes their relationship great and I just I just I can't recommend it highly enough. Yeah, it's almost a crime we haven't done a roof fire episode like yet. I feel like there's not enough roof fire content. I mean sure there are the canon pairing but I feel like without the will they won't they aspect of a relationship, people just don't produce as much for that pairing. Yeah, that's true. It's it's honestly true. But they are this they are gems in every pairing, like this one. That, as Pearl said, it starts with story time for Steven. He's seventeen years old in this pick, and he just wants a story for going to bed. So. Garnet starts to tell him a story. What's the story about? The story, the story starts thousands and thousands of years ago, when uh, the humans still lived in tribes, and uh, Rose, Pearl, and Garnet were just debating what to do with a corrupted gem that was connected in two ways. So each time they poof one of them, it just regenerated before they could do anything. So they had to these both gems and bubble them at the same time and the mission needed to have ruby and sapphire for some reasons the gems had to be fought twice at the same time at the same moment the powers of each gem just could be very simply uh, overthrown by the powers of ruby and sapphire respectively because one uh, had the had ice powers and you know ruby and fire and the other one was in the sea i think it was in the sea and what happens is they have to infuse and pearl is very adamantly reluctant to make them infuse because she and rose had promised them like you are a fusion you you can be this and she feels like it's betraying that, but Garnet says it's not. I'm, I'm not confusing because homeworld is forcing me to. I, I I have to do this. I want to do this. So they infuse and they go their separate ways. I very much adore just how protective Pearl gets uh, of Garnet in that moment. Like we are not using you. We are not. You are not. You do not belong to us. We do not uh, uphold. Homeworld values, and we're never going to ask you to unfuse. She kind of projects a bit, I'd say. Of course, she does. That's like 90% of Pearl. Yeah, 90% of Pearl is her projecting. So, yeah, she, they go their separate ways. Sapphire goes with Rose to this water tribe that they have to defend from this gem, 
and Pearl goes with Ruby to this ice place where the other gem is hidden. And then we cut back to the future. The, the story does this a lot and, and it's a quite fun play to cut down through the story to what happens. I really love just later on in the story, um, there's a cut back to the present where Steven just gasps and Garnet says, I know, shocker. And then they just continue on with the story and I love it. Yeah, that feels so like fourth world breaking because yeah, it is a shocker what happens. So, so yeah, we cut back to the story and Steven talks to Garnet that he and Connie are looking for a new name for Stevani because they feel like that was the first name that they got as a fusion, but they actually it doesn't represent them. And it I quite like that. Uh, what I mean by that is uh, I love the name Stevani, first of all, but I love that in this story that we uh, we're going to be told communication is the key to start solving the issues pe people or gems in this case can have with each other and they feeling like Stebani is not the name they want and the communication they need to have to get to talk about it and decide to use another name together like Connie wanting to have the machines run and I'm pretty sure I destroyed that last name uh, in the fusion it, it's part of what the idea of this fic so we also discover what is what they are waiting for pearl do you know what they are waiting for oh they're just very much uh waiting for homeworld and another homeworld invasion that's going to happen the next day uh this is a 17 year old steven it's at least five years in the future and it is just such a different Steven. He's just, he has a tactical mind now. He, he's been changed by all these, all the war that's going on around him. And Garnet feels a little, uh, just, she misses that innocence that he used to have. And now Steven asking for a bedtime story is just so, so beautiful to be able to recapture that. Yeah, because this is a different story from what we are going to see in the show, actually. Like, speaking of the show, I miss having episodes of the show. I wish we, we had a date for the next one. But yeah, we're in the future and Steven has changed a lot since these invasions have happened and he has to make some hard decisions through the time. So, Garnet loves being able to tell him uh, good night uh, story before going to bed before a really really important date and we cut back to the story and we have two conversations that are quite similar but at the same time different we see a conversation between Pearl and Ruby about how they are not used to being with each other which is the cutest moment or one of the cutest moments in the fic Pearl is so awkward. Because it is awkward, but you, you can feel that they both have very good intentions. So many good intentions. Pearl throughout this fake is so awkward and I love her. She, she feels honestly awkward. She, she It doesn't feel like she's faking it. She wants to help Ruby and Sapphire, but just just doesn't know how. She just This just doesn't come naturally to her. She's innocent. She's 
lovable. She's very, very lovable. And we have Ruby that's actually quite angry because she can't be with Sapphire during this mission, so... I mean, it's, it's not angry. She's just frustrated and... She says that half of her feels like it's gone. Just her right hand feels just empty. And she expresses it very, very like with with the all the actions that Ruby does express how frustrated she feels. And then we cut back to Rose's story where Sapphire and Rose talk about how they can't defeat the gem yet because if they do Sapphire don't see a future where the gem doesn't regenerate and Sapphire it's a lot more colder but it feels it with the same intensity she doesn't talk about it how she also feels different and frustrated and she she misses Garnet she misses being with Ruby I very much love what they do here in this talk with hope just the way that Sapphire just doesn't feel hope at all once Ruby's in there isn't there and how Rose was just fueled with hope she relied on him and she didn't want to know what could go wrong because she was delusioning usually uh and just living in another reality I'm not gonna start another Rose rant I promise don't worry don't worry I believe you. And just Sapphire being all clinical and analytical and knowing very much 100% her whole life what was going to happen. So different to what Ruby is. She's the wild card. And if you know everything that's going to happen, there's no possibility for hope. Ruby is Sapphire's hope. And I, I just think that's beautiful. It's... That's what I said about conversations that are different, but they are quite similar. They both not figure out because I'm quite sure they already know as characters what 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 the other brings to the table, but they both talk about it in in their own ways. But they both feel the same longing, um, frustration, and kind of fear and sadness. But they are also knowing that. They will get together at some point, or or they hope they will. So we see our next character. We see our dear friend Amethyst. That at this point in the story, not in the story b between the story, but I mean in the story through time of the Crystal Gems, it still doesn't go to missions with them. So she's kind of traveling around and they get an idea what's the idea what what do they do with amethyst well they send her to check up on ruby and pearl because they're taking so long checking this gem and they really need to get this out fast otherwise they there'll be more casualties and stuff like that so uh rose suggests that amethyst should bring ruby a message from sapphire and Sapphire, that we we can see that's isolating herself from from the the people around them because they are a setting tribe because they saved them from the gem and gem is in the ocean so they they Rose can share stories and talking with the people but Sapphire is quite lonely and she goes alone. They they sent a message to Ruby. But what what does happen when when Ruby reads the message? Well, at first, just Amethyst says it, and just Ruby just comes back with, I miss you too. 
and it's just so simple and just full of sentiment that Amethyst goes back and delivers it to Sapphire and Sapphire starts writing this long-winded note letter to her and it's so beautiful. Can, can I cut this to what happens? We, we have a cut to the present through all these messages of I miss you and I miss you too. And it's very fun how Garnet reminisces on, on how much Steven understands not only Garnet per se, but understands Ruby and Sapphire as different personalities and gems outside of Garnet better than everyone did at that time. Like, Steven makes quite small remarks that are quite honest and get straight to the point on how Ruby and Sapphire felt at that moment. And I love how Garnet understands it and how we can get insight to this Steven character that we can see a little bit how he has changed through this conversation of, yeah, we're looking for a new name with Connie, but we can also see these small details of how he's still this person that is very empathic and, and can understand everyone else so much. And he wants to understand them. And it's so amazing for me. It's a small detail, but it gives you so much insight into Steven's character. I mean, it's still in line with how we see Steven when he's, when he's still in the show, a 13-year-old boy. He's so empathetic and just uh, wants to help each other and he's very observant and he has a lot of people skills and he notices stuff and he remembers it and he's just very nice to see how he's evolved and just use those skills later in life as a more mature man. Yeah, I agree completely. And they start to exchange letters uh, as Pearl said and they are winded and long and they are so fucking cute like they are so cute I, I must admit that they are they hit me right in the field like I don't know if someone in the Steven Universe fa fandom doesn't like ship Rufire it's an amazing ship and and it's just so beautiful i want to cry they they are so cute together i mean it's the canon relationship i mean they married like a few episodes ago so yeah they 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 exchange these letters and it all gets to a little break when ruby sends an answer to sapphire what did did that like what what was in that letter what happened well, in that letter, uh, Ruby confides to Sapphire that she's been thinking about either of them getting shattered while they were awake. And just Sapphire really takes it badly. Because she thinks, well, Ruby should must have known that this would have just made me go through all the wrong possibilities of what could happen and how we could all die and she just gets really mad and she doesn't understand why Ruby just why did she say that so she really gets mad at Ruby and goes into her apathetic side and she's very cold and goes away for two days to just think of a good answer to that and the answer and the answer is the most apathetic answer you can think of that no one will, will be will be shattered. Nothing more. And Ruby 
No, there's like a very low possibility. Yeah, so there's very low possibility. Someone being shattered. Someone will be shattered. Nothing more. And Ruby's insecurities and fears flare up, not because of the possibilities, but but because she was searching for comfort, and that there is no real heartfelt comfort in there. And holy fuck, Ruby's angry. I mean, uh, Ruby just still has that very much uh, complex of being beneath Sapphire. She was just a lowly gem, and Sapphire was this uh, privileged uh, gem that was a uh, pine gem society, and she still feels very much beneath her, and just all her insecurities come to the surface, and she's, she's saying, like, yeah, it's... Is she just telling me that it's not possible? And she's just, does she think I'm stupid? Does she think I'm, does she look down on me? And just, just, it gets all muddled. It gets so muddled. And the point is what they talked beforehand, before Amethyst arrives with this letter with Pearl, about how they weren't able to communicate everything they felt until they fused together. So they, the communication had some faults until they were able to be one person. And the problems that this brings are quite palpable when Ruby gets the answer of Sapphire and she literally explodes almost in flames because she's so angry and she's, she can't do, deal with this anymore. So we see the what we talk about, how communication was the key that inside this fic because that's the point that they give us as as readers that that's the idea of this fic and it's amazing how it's portrayed not only in the letters they exchange but in the conversation that pearl has with ruby before the the sapphire answer arrives i mean at the end of the day that's what relationships are it's just people trying to communicate and doing the best they can and just growing together accepting the other's flaws and trying to move yeah, on. Yeah, and I, I want to add something to that. There, there's not just communication in playing here. Like, like let me give you a, a, a random example. You can communicate with your partner or with your couple a lot, but what you will see in this fic is that if you communicate stuff and you don't act on the things that you're talking about, commu- relationships can fall anyways. And that happens later in the fic in some ways that... I will get to explain. So, Ruby focused all her anger, all her passion and fire into chasing this gem that's hidden in the ice. And they actually do it. There's no problem. They both poof the gems at almost the same time. And they both, funnily enough, they both bubble, Sapphire and Ruby bubble the gems per separate and say something very similar to the gems when they do. And they go back to the temple. I just really love, just a small side note before we get to that. I just really love that Ruby's mad note uh, is uh, just very, it's really uh, not uh, understandable because she's been just writing and rewriting over it and just scratching paper and just too mad to actually be able to write something coherent. Yeah, because Ruby, it's angry and i love how portray- how well portrayed that is that the, the personalities of, Sa- of sapphire and ruby are very well done in this they are they they are spot on 
I mean, we, we really don't know much about Ruby and Sapphire, but God, they're spot Yeah, from, from what we've seen in the show. From what we've seen, And what yeah. does it happen when they, they arrive to the temple, I've heard? Well, they arrive to the temple and they see each other for the first time in weeks. And they are still very mad at each other. They, they're just not talking. And they look at each other and say, okay... Uh, let's just fuse, and that way everything will be resolved. And the thing is, they cannot fuse, they just immediately unfuse. And they, that's a huge blow to them. Yeah, emotionally, it's a shock that they do. And quite fortunately for them, Amethyst isn't there, and she gives her, she gets with this Amethyst idea that I must add, Amethyst is also spot on. And she brings ink and paper and she tells her fix it the same way you broke it like write a letter from for each other i mean they they even start crying they don't know what to do they just are facing the very serious possibility of never being able to be garnet again which is the one place where they felt hope yeah and belonging and sapphire was able to feel hope and ruby was able to calm yeah complete and at peace before we continue on, I think we haven't really talked about Amethyst Dark in this story. It's very small, but I honestly love it so much. And just, Amethyst starts out just being away from the gems and being very insecure too. And she comes back and pops up with the rose and she's, and everybody asks, um, why aren't you always here? And just, she feels like she, they don't need her and just... She feels like she doesn't belong. Which is part of Amethyst's arc in, in the whole story, in the whole show. But I love how it's portrayed that she felt like the, she belonged even less at this point. And how these troubles in Ruby and Sapphire help her belong more. Because she's the one taking the letters. And she's finally the one that helps solve this problem. Bringing the paper and the ink. And they write a letter to each other. Admitting their guilt. But also being honest with... Yeah, we have to fix this, and this is something we both did. They both know that even though they are at fault, the other part party it's also at fault. So can I say that exactly? And Amethyst, Amethyst giving the solution is just so completing for her. It just uh, it's it's just very beautiful. It's so validating to her. Exactly, validating. That that's exactly the word. And it's very, very cool. And also the ingenuity of Steven that we can see when we cut back to the future. Because we are faced with, and we've repeated it more than once, we are faced with this new quotation, Steven, that has changed a lot. But Steven is still this innocent guy in the inside. So he's like, oh, after the letters you fused? And Garnet is like, no, we, we talk, we talk and talk and talk, and eventually we fuse. Because the problem was communication. The problem wasn't the, this perfect communication you can have when you you are, you two are the same person and the same insecurities and fear and things you can't communicate are perfect and you can fix them by yourself. There's one part that is, yeah, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the problems we have in this friendship. Let's talk about the problems we have in this relationship. Let's talk about the problems I have with my 
father or my mom or any kind of relationship you have in your life. But there's also the point where you have to act on it. Someone can tell you, yeah, you're, you, you irritate too fast. And yeah, you, you can accept it and say, yes, I, I do. But if you don't do anything to change it, the thing it's going to come over and over and over again. And it's going to become a recurring problem, even if you communicate about it, even, even if you talk and you admit that, yeah, it is a problem. You don't also, you, you don't only have to talk about it. You have to act on it. And these conversations that they have before eventually fusing, that we don't actually see or listen in the story, but we know they exist, are the part that sometimes when we talk communication is key, we don't talk about the second step that it's acting on this communication. I mean, I don't, I don't feel as comfortable with the way you put it, because I, uh, I, I'd say I disagree with that, because. There is a YouTube channel called Sexplanations, which is a very uh, very useful uh, YouTube channel for um, usually uh, sex education and but they also give relationship uh, and dating advice and different topics. They had a very good video on problems of dating that came out a few weeks ago and it's very much a uh you can't be with someone expecting them to change so at some point you gotta understand that those flaws while well, people can work on them they're also part of who they are and before you met that person that person was whole so you just gotta learn how to accept it sure if it's actually actively hurting you you can try and you can work through it, but you cannot expect a another person to change for you. And I don't, I don't think that just Ruby and Sapphire changed for each other. I think that they came to a mutual understanding that sure, Sapphire will always have doubts, will always be too analytical, will always be just very cold, and those are things that she's prone to. But she's gonna work on them, and it's not gonna be fixed probably ever. And Ruby is always gonna be rushed; it's always gonna be hot-headed. But it's just what they get out of the relationship is a lot more and a lot better than the downfalls. And it... yeah, I agree with that. I, I I don't think they they go in separate points though. I think yeah, I think I might be too harsh with with the way I put it. But yeah, I agree with, with what you say. But but I just the quotations I about adding, I love that that moment of innocence from Steven when when he says like yeah, uh, you fuse instantly and Garnet like says, no, we talk and we talk and we eventually fuse. And what does happen after that? Uh well, after that we come back to well, eventually they fuse, obviously, uh, and the. They worked through it, and it took time, but at the end, they, it was, it felt better than it had ever felt once they came back. So we jump back to the future, when uh, Garnet is still talking with Steven. Steven asks, oh, why did you tell me all this story? I was never going to fall asleep to it. And she says, I love, re I really love this detail, and she says, well, um... There was no possible future in you in which you fell asleep to my story, and I'm like, oh. 
which is true. So we've seen it more than once that Steven is actually unable to fall asleep to any story. <laughs> exactly. And and he just asks, um, he, he says, uh, well, I have something to tell you. And what does he try to tell him? That he and Connie have been thinking about being a fusion, like, permanently as Garnet. And Garnet breaks in surprise, literally confuses because she wasn't expecting that at all. Like, that, that wasn't one of the things she could see. And I can't quite remember the words they use, but it is so, so heartfelt. And, and the last, the, the closing of the thick the hug they have all three together about it it's just so rewarding after the conversation and after the whole thick we've been building about communication i mean the the steven uh, comes with the doubts that what if uh, me and connie are aren't just meant to be like you like ruby and sapphire and garnet looks at him and like that's the whole point of the story. We weren't meant to be. We just work through it. We work towards it. Yeah, we work toward being together. Just so good. Really, 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 guys. It's uh, once again you get to hear. And if you haven't read it yet, go listen to it and read it because it's an amazing story. We've left out details that we can't touch or we haven't touched because this is a fake. This. A podcast about it so guys really go read it if you can it's it's so rewarding this moment when you read the whole story so we got to the end of the episode that means uh we are going to talk about now to our fluff to ink scale which is spoiler free uh alex where do you rate this one being the answer the fluffiest and 10 being keystone motel the angstiest I will read it a three, even even though we have this angsty moment of the, the the problems in communication they have through the letters. The whole thing is this love letter to what Garnet is, the, this love letter about their relationship of Ruby and Sapphire and how this relationship is works and how and how difficult sometimes it is to make it work. But would they do the work to? To make it work, if you'll allow me to use the word the word work a lot of times in the same expression. So yeah, I, I will give the story a three. We, we have the letters they write to each other at the beginning. We have the letters that they write to each other at the end. We have this confused moment in the end of the fic when they are hooked together. And, and it's such a fluffy story that warms my heart with all these Rufire moments that I'm like... Oh god, this is so cute and so good too. And what would you write, rate the story? You're gonna be surprised, but I think I rate this alongside the answer. Alongside the answer? Of the fluffiest? Alongside the answer. Yeah, I think this is the fluffiest, not even just the Brewfire moment, but rather this is the fluffiest story we've ever covered. This is, it really has no underlying darkness this is just pure unadulterated fluff and love between these two characters and it's so evident they love each other even though they might be going through hardships 
we always know we have this absolute certainty that they'll find their way because they're willing to and they know each other and they they just feel so incomplete without each other that it's just it's inevitable exactly it's inevitable not in the sense that this is meant to be but rather it's inevitable that they'll just the way they feel will lead them to find a way they'll find a way they, they will and, and they do and they do during the fig yeah i i, I can say it but but uh, i like my three so i'm going to stay with my three and finishing the, the this week of the fig of the fig of the podcast um, we're both tired guys sorry about all the mistakes we, we have this week it's it's been a long long week for us uh, it's been a long year to be honest yeah i can't <laughs> wait for it to finish oh i can't wait for it to be the end of december yeah me too so where can people find you on the internet my dear friend pearl well people can find me on the internet at uh, youngcloseted.lesbian.tumblr.com although I haven't even logged into Tumblr the past. Yeah, I, I believe you. You are very stressed Eeks. and I understand it and I think I everyone... haven't I haven't posted anything in like I, three I think weeks, everyone can understand why you are so stressed especially the people that, that are in the college degrees that know how stressful a thesis is. You You will kill it out there my friend. Oh, thank you. I hope so. I know so. People can also find me on AO3 as Pearl the Night. I will get to you eventually. Probably January. I can't promise that that before January. But I will continue it because How Much Is Okay is my baby. And I love that story to pieces. And I will see it through. No matter what. I can promise you that. I know that. I'm so waiting the next episode. And also, people can find me on Twitter at PearlTheNight1, uh, where I don't do anything, not even when I do have time. <laughs> you can just pop in and say hi. <laughs> Which is also true. Oh, people, yeah, I have to mock you. It's kind of the deal of this whole podcast. Like, fun fact. It's been a while since you've done that. What, mocking you? I mock you every single episode. Well, at least it's been a while since we've spotted on the promotion for the episode. Yeah, true, true, true. But anyways, fun fact about it. Uh, speaking of why did I say the podcast started like this? The, the first time I told Pearl, like, yeah, it will be a good idea making a podcast. Uh, the, my first answer to her saying yes was like, I didn't thought you were going to say yes. I thought you were going to laugh about it. Because I, I thought she was going to take it as a joke at first. But now we're here and I love doing this. I really do. And we're here and just it, we have a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just part of the process. So where can people find you on the internet, Alex? People can find me as AlexBass01 on Tumblr, on Twitter and on AO3, I use the same name everywhere, AlexBass01. I been working through a few in real life stuff, so that's why I haven't written anything. There's a story on the works that's going to be a short, sweet story, probably one, two shot. That's short for my standards. La the last time I made a three chapter story, it was a 18k one. 
that I did with Alice. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a two chapter story. Day, it's really good. Go look it up and on their profiles. It's going to be a two chapter story and it's short with quotations, but you're going to love it. I promise. And yeah, you can go to my Tumblr if you ask me anything. I'm going to answer. I don't reblog that much because I, I, I can, can I confi confide in all of you guys? I've never got used to the reblog button on Tumblr, so so I don't know what I don't know the Tumblr etiquette of what should I reblog, what 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 I shouldn't. So yeah, I don't reblog that many stuff. As well, I mostly put like on them, but yeah. I'm sorry. I, I suck at it. So yeah, you, you can go to my Tumblr, ask me anything, I'm going to answer. Like, the, the last time people have been sending me messages in code, like in big near code and in hex code, and it has been weird, but I've been solving those and it's pretty fun. And then guys, yeah, I, th I think that's all. You can visit us as a podcast on I think we're not pretty great. .com with all the links to our social media, SoundCloud, and iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, our coffee page. Really, really, guys, if you support us through it, it will mean the world to us. It does. We love you yeah. forever. So someday, someday we should show them how we react when we get a coffee. Like we literally almost scream. <sighs> when we get one like we get the mail that that says oh hey coffee you you, you have a coffee and we send a message and, and we explode in, in happiness because i don't have other way to describe how good it feels like you guys love this <laughs> true okay so that brings us to the end of this episode uh have a very nice two weeks and we'll see each other soon Take care. Take care. Goodbye. Bye.